Hey everyone! Before you get into today's podcast, I wanted to share some great news with you. We are extending registrations for three of the schools that are run by the Nest. Those three schools are Hakan Ivory, which is the Hebrew arm of the Nest, Remnant Rising, which is aimed at our youth, and the Realm Dimensional School of Worship. We're extending these till the 30th of September, and all prices have been dropped by $200 for this year only. We do hope you'll take advantage of this extension and register before the 30th. Go to www.thefoundationnest.com. We look forward to welcoming you soon. Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nivenais, and in this podcast, I'd like to share my heart in terms of the process of maturity that I've been on in my pursuit as a son, seated in heavenly places, but ultimately understanding that I'm strategically positioned in the midst of creation to release and reveal the mandate of my Father here on the earth. Matthew 6 verse 10 says, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I believe that Yeshua was teaching the disciples and ultimately was teaching us as sons that the only way we are going to see the fullness of heaven, if you will, the kingdom realms being released and revealed in the midst of creation is when we understand our position as a son, that we are in Christ seated in heavenly places, then we have the capacity to understand that we are tabernacles, gateways, if we will, to release and reveal the kingdom that is inside of us. Hebrews 10 verse 19 says, Therefore, brothers, since we have a confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened up for us through the curtain That is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from the guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. What I love about this portion of scripture is Paul was beginning to reveal to us the revelation of Yeshua who is now the new and living way, his body that is the veil that we step into by faith to begin to access the kingdom realms. And as we begin to behold the mystery of what is being revealed to us, as we are established in the midst of creation, we will begin to see and release the fullness of what we've engaged with there in creation. When I started to engage with Matthew 6, I saw that there was an arcing from that portion of scripture to Romans 8, where it talks about creation that has been waiting for the revealing of sons. For creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that sons will be revealed. So as we understand that Matthew 6 verse 10 says, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Creation has been waiting for the revealing of sons. And I believe those two portions of scripture work hand in hand because as we are situated 
Again, strategically, wherever you are right now, I believe strategically, Yahweh has positioned you there as a gateway, if you will, to release the fullness of his kingdom over every area that you have influence in. So as a son engaging in this process of maturity, I knew I had to ask myself some important questions that would ultimately begin to shift my thinking from the unrenewed state it was in to begin to see it being transformed into the glorious freedom and liberty that I was beholding as a son positioned within the kingdom realms. And I can remember just having to go through the season of having to lay down some old thoughts and belief systems that I'd completely invested and traded my life into. But when you begin to behold truth and you enter into that realm of truth, your eyes begin to see the truth that's always been there, which just charges your heart because you realize for us to be positioned within the midst of creation and then to see the responsibility and authority that we have if we would just arc, if you will, with the kingdom, you begin to see the importance of our co-laboring relationship that we should have with Yahweh, but majority haven't been taught that we could co-labor. We have had old mindsets, which is religious in nature, that ultimately is measured by how well we pray, by how well we fast, by how well we command God to do stuff. And then when he does stuff and prayers get answered, we go, oh man, you know, our prayers are working or our fasting is shifting the realms or whatever our approach is. But when I was engaging in this whole process with Yahweh in terms of what I was just talking about now, Yahweh spoke to my heart and he said, son, do you know when people continuously pray and expect me to do everything for them and I do it and the answer to prayer comes and he said to me, son, do you know that they are actually positioned in the wilderness? Because in the wilderness, I did everything for the nation of Israel. But when they were in the promised land, whatever they touched prospered. And I got to think about that statement and I realized what Yahweh was doing is he was unfolding a mystery to me about co-laboring. And in the promised land, there was a co-laboring relationship that started to take place with the people of Israel and Yahweh, where they realized their capacity as sons on the face of the earth. And when they would go out in their maturity to begin to release and reveal the nature of Yahweh in the midst of creation, when they would speak, they would be speaking from a place of government and authority that whatever they begun to release in the midst of creation, it would prosper. So this is why I get so passionate about talking about the church age versus what we are currently walking out right now on the face of the earth. Because if we're honest with ourselves, when I look at the church at its current state right now, majority of churches are in a place of immaturity. Now, 
I know this might be offensive and and please just hear where my heart is coming from because I don't want anyone to go, oh, well, Rick, I'm in a church now. You're saying I'm in a place of immaturity. Listen, you might be in a place of maturity. I'm just sharing my heart from what I've seen. And the reason why I'm saying this is because within the church system that we get taught that we need to continuously pray to Yahweh religiously. We continuously get taught to send prayer requests of things that we want answered. But what if we could understand that our responsibility is not just to send prayer requests to Yahweh for all the things that we want answered, but that we have the capacity to go in, to go up, to behold the mystery, to begin to engage by faith in those things that we want to see unfold within our lives so that we can see the provision, the prosperity, the breakthrough, whatever it is that we are trusting Yahweh for, that now we get to co-labor together instead of just expecting Him to answer all our prayers. Some prayers get answered and we go, yes, I'm in the promised land, but ultimately we are in the wilderness because we haven't been taught to engage in this process of maturity. So whatever we touch prospers. Whatever we speak to comes into submission. Whatever we release through the position of a son, a gateway in the midst of creation, that order gets established in the midst of chaos because of who we are and where we are positioned as sons. So I'm reminded of that portion of scripture where Yeshua was in a life-threatening storm with the disciples. That whole portion of scripture was the disciples went to wake Jesus up in a life-threatening storm. And they said to Yeshua, don't you care that we perish? And Yeshua gets up and he began to release the fullness of his kingdom, which was perfect peace in the midst of the storm. And the storm submitted to the peace that he was operating in. The storm completely settles down. Then he turns to the disciples and he rebukes them. And he said to them, you of little faith. Now, I've always asked myself the question, why did Jesus rebuke the disciples when they did what we get taught to do? We're in a life-threatening storm or we're in a place of chaos or tragedy, whatever it is. Then we pray to Yeshua that he would come and bring a solution. But ultimately what I realized is that Yeshua wanted to calm the storm through them. He did not want to calm the storm for them. And in the same breath, I believe there could be things that we are navigating through right now where Yeshua wants to begin to bring the answer to prayer through you, not just do it for you. Because that's the place of maturity when we begin to understand that we have the capacity to transform the area of influence that we have in our personal lives that would ultimately begin to shift things within our area of influence that we govern. So what I knew needed to change was my perspective. The way I saw life versus the way Yeshua saw life. See, the way Yeshua approached life 
when he was walking on the face of the earth, is he saw from the kingdom that was within through the gateways of his eyes, then he could begin to release and reveal his kingdom in the midst of all of creation. But how we are taught as human beings how to engage within creation is we see what is happening around us. We take that, we process it through the gateways of our eyes. Then we allow that to be seated in who we are. Then from that place, we try to rule, reign and govern over it. But ultimately, we are submitted under the system of the earth that is trying to dictate to us what is happening. Instead of being positioned above it, seated within the kingdom, and then beginning to see from Yahweh's perspective into creation to begin to rule, reign and govern, because now we are releasing order that we are seeing in the kingdom. We are releasing peace in the midst of chaos because we are living from that place of peace and rest. If this all makes sense. So what I realized is I had to change the way that I saw life. Listen, if I'm completely honest with you right now, if you are following social media or you following the news platforms, right now there is such an agenda and a release through social media and the news platforms of fear and chaos and all the stuff that is quite evident that we continuously see and that has been brought before our eyes. I believe that it would have a massive impact negatively if we continuously see from the outside in. But if we see from the inside, the kingdom, where we dwell from, and we see life from that perspective, regardless of what has been put on social media, regardless of what is on the news channels and on and broadcasting on the news platforms, regardless of all of that, we'll be able to approach it from a place of peace, from a place of rest, because ultimately when we see those things, we are releasing and revealing the mandate of Yahweh in the midst of all of creation. So it's about perspective. It's about beholding the kingdom and then beginning to engage from the depth of who we are as we are seated in heavenly places to release and reveal the kingdom of Yahweh as we are positioned as sons strategically. So I just wanted to encourage you in this podcast, regardless of what's currently going on right now, if we could by faith engage with who we are, and begin to engage with the kingdom that is inside of us and begin to learn how to see from the inside out, I believe we'll be able to fashion and form, create, release and reveal the full nature of Yahweh's kingdom, heaven on earth through us as sons and daughters on the face of the earth. Massive blessings. Shalom.